Great interview with Dinesh. You missed our Dinesh D'Souza interview about his upcoming film, Police State. You can get it in the on-demand section after the show at ksgf.com. You may want to check out Liz Wheeler for an upcoming author of the week. Her new book is Hide Your Children about the education system. She gave a great interview uh, yesterday. She's given numerous interviews. Um, I think I had her uh, press person contact me while I was on vacation. Well, she's we, we've got her booked for tomorrow. So oh, she, we she, do? Is, she is actually, that's the reason I read it. She is our <laughs> right. author of the week tomorrow. So, um, yeah, we will. Uh, it's regarding Marxism. And it isn't, uh, while there is the school component, and, and we'll talk about that, one of the things that I want to talk with her about, the, the timing of this works out perfectly, the social um, emotional learning and it is clear that Desi is on a marketing push to implement this. And this is essentially, it's a different flavor of critical race theory. Um, you know, it's this indoctrinating kids into certain philosophy, belief systems. It, again, it's not any longer for a lot of these people teaching kids how to think, it's what to think. And, and much like critical race theory, uh, this is is to a large degree. There's some overlapping there. Anyway, we'll we'll, we'll talk with her about that. But um, what happened was, and this is how you know that they are on the marching path to make it some sort of statewide standard. Though there are a lot of schools around here. I know, you know, I, an email from uh, Republic schools about social emotional learning. Or, yeah, and, and they, they make it, oh, it's all wonderful. It's just about your kids learning how to treat each other right. Well, they of course, they're going to dress it up as something that no one could ever disagree with. Uh, but what they did is they put a survey out there. And, uh, of course, they, they give a description of what social emotional learning is. They're like, well, here's what it is. Sort of like we're told critical race theory. Well, critical race theory, it's just teaching history. That's all that it is. Who could be against that? So they provide a description, and then when they get a majority of people that say, well, that sounds good, they send out the press releases saying, a majority of Missourians support social-emotional learning. And that's exactly what has happened this week. One of the local uh, uh, news outlets had a story just like that. So you can see the, the, the patterns coming into play. Uh, we'll ask Liz Wheeler about that um, coming up when we do have her as Author of the Week tomorrow. Uh, just around this time, of course, Author of the Week, always sponsored by ABC Books on North Glenstone. Love my new KSGF Trump sticker. All right, fantastic. We've got, as you know, some of you know, we have a number of different KSGF bumper stickers. Um. You know, bumper stickers are something once upon a time they were big and then they weren't, and now they're kind of back. But, uh, you know, oftentimes, well, any company or radio stations, for example, they will develop stickers and then they're they're 
all the same, which makes total and complete sense, right? Because you want consistency. But we thought, well, what if each one that we did had some different personality to it? So that different people that might have a different personality uh, will be drawn towards some more than others. So we've got just your regular 1041 KSGF, the red and blue coloring. Some have uh, military fatigue type to it. Some have glasses. Uh, was that your idea or was that Jeremy's? No, that was Jeremy's. Yeah, Jeremy had some made that have glasses. that, And it's specific uh, KSGF morning sh mornings with Nick Reed. And their glasses similar to mine. So people that are more fans of just, you know, perhaps the morning show or it's your favorite show, which is understandable. Um, and then you had, you were like, I want one with a sunflower. And those actually went out, I think, faster than any of them did. Yep. We were like, all right, well, whatever. We'll have some of those made. <laughs> and Springfield Wraps, I think, they, they did all our stickers, right? I believe yeah, so. Yeah, Springfield Wraps, who, of course, they designed our studio. They sponsor our live Facebook feed on 1041 Nick Reed. You know, they they wrap the KSGF vehicle. I, they, they just can wrap about anything, and, and they've done these stickers as well. So we are constantly trying to come up with different variations. And the latest is a Trump variation. So those of you that are specifically Trump supporters and listen to uh, this station uh, have an option. And we posted on our Facebook page what they look like. But if you can't see it, I'll just describe it. It is the 1041 KSGF. The color scheme within 1041 KSGF is stars and stripes. And then atop it is the wave of hair, the famous Trump hair over it. And so uh, that is what Houston has out at Ming Auto Beauty Center until they run out or until 9 this morning. Ming Auto Beauty Center, fantastic business, owned by a fantastic guy. Um, you know, they always sponsor our Great Escape live show. Um, and we have some announcements regarding that coming up, hopefully, in the next few days, too. So we've got so much stuff going on. I know. I'm sorry. It's hard to keep track. Uh, but in the meantime, swing on out there uh, just east of National and Republic Road. And grab yourself a sticker. Also, while you're there, you can get signed up for Lunch Bunch at Retro Metro with Sarah and me. And uh, Eric out there who has me out of Beauty Center, he bought some uh, um, Krispy Kreme donuts for uh, you all. So you can grab one of those, too. What, what a great day, way to start your day. Am I right? It is a really good Wednesday. It is a really good Wednesday. That's for sure. Okay, now let's see. I, oh, well, I suppose we should get a news update, and then we'll have a look at the weather uh, after that. Good morning. I'm Color 10 and Fox 49's Jesse Inman. A group of Senate Republicans, including Missouri Senator Eric Schmidt, are calling on the Biden administration to refreeze the $6 billion in funds for Iran that is part of a deal for the release of five American prisoners. In a letter, they say although the money is for humanitarian aid, it, quote, allows the Iranian regime to reallocate even more funds to supporting terrorism. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken says that no money from that deal has been spent yet and is closely regulated by the Treasury Department. The Mississippi River has reached its lowest water levels ever. The National Weather Service finds that the river is 11.1 feet lower than normal. Farmers may have to pay more to get their crops to grocery stores, which may pass those costs on to you. For Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work. From Color 10, Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sunshine, high of 80 today, clear 59 tonight, tomorrow sunshine, 
I have 78. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. American Transmissions, talk and text line. Uh, just woke up. How long will you guys be there at Ming until 9 or until the stickers run out? Uh, if I remember the amount of stickers we have out there and the sounding of the pacing, it may time out just about the same. Uh, I, I think, anyhow. Oh, and we do also have other KSGF stickers out there at Ming Auto Beauty Center. So if you don't want a Trump one, um, then you can check out the others, and Houston will have those. So we are, until 9 or until they run out, have the Trump limited edition, Trump version of the KSGF stickers at Ming Auto Beauty Center. And while you're there, again, you can register for lunch with Sarah and me at Retro Metro. You and, and not just you, but you get to bring five people with you, up to if you want. I mean, if you want it, just be you, then that's fine. It's your call. And then uh, the good folks at Ming, Eric specifically, owner of Ming Auto Beauty Center. He's a fantastic guy. Uh, he, he bought a bunch of Krispy Kreme donuts for you all if you want to grab one of those as well. So um, keep that in mind. Then, of course, Friday, we do also have our first responders breakfast. It's a new thing that we're doing. First responders breakfast at Scramblers, and uh, we're going to continue with the veterans. So don't worry, we're not we're not changing. We're just adding an appreciation breakfast, if you will, uh, this time for first responders. So if you are a first responder, come by as we have breakfast at Scramblers this Friday uh, between six a and nine a. That thanks to Scramblers and the incredible people at Pyramid Roofing. Okay. I want to make just a couple other comments about there's so much coverage of what's going on with Israel. Obviously, there are the constant updates regarding the situation, the atrocities, the hostages. Um, SEAL Team 6 on standby to help find hostages, we're being told. And it is in no, I, I mean, I suppose that is a collaboration that could definitely be beneficial. Um, but I, I will say that. I, if I were a hostage and I were looking to be rescued, definitely welcome uh, SEAL Team 6. But at the same time, I'd feel pretty good about knowing that if it were the Israelis that were uh, you know, on the job, I'd feel pretty good about that as well. The Democrats have for reasons that I think need to be talked about and understood are are refusing to freeze the $6 billion that is going to Iran, the funder and supporter of, tactically and otherwise, the war against Israel. Yeah, it's just so amazing the difference in approach. And I know every situation is different, but I think that the situations deserve an explanation. Why is the approach of the Biden administration to cut off funds to Russia, to implement sanctions against Russia because of Ukraine, but refuses to freeze the $6 billion that they recently thawed to Iran. Why? What, what is it about Iran that the White House is so adamant about making sure they get this money? If this administration were consistent in not utilizing money 
as leverage or as a form of punishment or as a way to show either support or uh, a lack of support, then that would be one thing. But we know when it comes to Russia, that was a big tool. In fact, they argued that was the tool that was going to prevent the invasion from having in the first place, which was a joke. But every foreign policy decision Biden makes is a joke. So why utilize the financial leverage there, but when it comes to Iran, this refusal to do so? That's that's what needs to be asked. The questions that continue to get asked of the White House and of Democrats, and at least good, I saw Fox News, and they're asking in the halls of Congress, Democrat after Democrat after Democrat, do, do, you know, do you support freezing these funds? And they won't answer the question. Now imagine that. Think about the state of the Democrat Party today, that that is a politically sticky, evidently, sticky position for them that's difficult to decide whether or not to continue funding terrorism in the billions or to not. It's it's it should be incomprehensible. Washington Examiner notes that there are two Democrats who are up for re-election. Tester of Montana Mansion, of course, that are are siding with Republicans on cutting off funding to terrorism. Um, but the fact that the entire Democrat Party, their position is to not do that, or they're not saying what what is going on. The number of organizations that are coming out in support of terrorism, Black Lives Matter Chicago, going so far as to promote out, to put, saying they're in solidarity with it, a a, a graphic that is a silhouette of a paratrooper coming in because the paratrooper terrorists that, that came in and mowed down and murdered as many of those concert goers, the concert goers of peace, they literally, that's what they tweeted out saying they were in solidarity. Black Lives Matter grassroots, which has a couple plus dozen uh, organizations throughout the country fully supporting it, calling it self-defense. That's not self-defense. Raping women in public to humiliate them is not self-defense. Decapitating children in front of their mothers is not self-defense. A reporter from Fox News asked one of the... So uh, you've got Rashida Tlaib, member of Congress, that has been displaying the Palestinian flag outside of her office. Now think for a moment. Just think about that for a moment. Think about 9-11. Can you imagine if there had been, whether it was a member of Congress or even some high-profile leader in another country, that in response to 9-11 flew an an Afghanistan flag, a Taliban flag outside their office? A Fox News reporter attempted to at least get her to condemn the decapitation of babies and you'll hear in this audio she refuses to do that 
There's no reason to play it out. It's just a repeat over and over again until she's able to make it to an elevator and and close herself off from the reporter. But refusing to even condemn these horrific terrorist attacks. There was one Democrat member of Congress that defended her saying, well, you know, she's Palestinian. I thought she was American. There's a pro-terrorist rally in Colorado, and among them was a, a elected state Colorado Democrat, uh, state legislator, Representative Tim Hernandez. And he was confronted by somebody who was noting, uh, like, essentially, what the hell are you doing? And I think it's despicable what they're protesting for and what you are protesting for and the fact that you can't condemn women and children and elderly people being murdered in the streets. What about it? Do you condemn it? I already said. Why can't you say yes? Because I already gave you my answer. You didn't give an answer. And every, I think anybody who would watch this would understand what your actual position is here. So what about it? Southern beheading. So what about it? Breitbart has a piece noting that none of the 10 most followed at the time of the article written. I haven't gone through and checked. But at the time of the writing, none of the 10 most followed celebrity Instagram accounts have shown support for Israel in the four days following the terrorist attack. At the same time, many of the same stars publicly voiced support for Black Lives Matter, which is openly supporting the terrorist attack. Celebrities including Beyonce, The Rock, as well as various members of the Kardashian clan, have all remained conspicuously silent in the past four days when it comes to backing Israel, the exception Kylie Jenner, who posted a pro-Israeli message following the terrorist attack, only to delete it after supporters of terrorism began trashing her for it. Other famous faces whose Instagram profile ranks in the top ten, Selena Gomez, Ariana Grande, and soccer star Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. What does it say about where we are, where you have the, I, and, and you know this is, <laughs> the people, these, these Hollywood celebrities, they are such virtue signalers. And, and this in a horrific, horrifically stark example demonstrates that because they, what their number one, what their calculation here is, is this going to harm me amongst my fans? Which just goes to show you, any stance that these people take, whether it's Black Lives Matter or it is environmental issues or whatever, it's all marketing. It's all marketing. None of it is virtuous. None of it is genuine. And you can see that the 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 
the, the proof of that is the fact that they are essentially calculating at this point, let's see, am I going to lose followers if I come out against terrorism? Because I guarantee you that they have a lot of followers that are anti-Semitic, a lot of followers throughout that part of the world, and they're afraid of getting a backlash. I mean, the, the, Kylie Jenner flat out deleting her support for the victims of terrorism because pro-terrorist individuals that were followers of hers were trashing her on her social media. This is why yeah, anytime these celebrities or uh, celebrities are uh, working for the White House to convince people to get vaccinated or, oh, we've got celebrity messages about the environment, it's all crap. It is all part of their marketing. And the fact that, at the, again, the time, and it may still be the case, that the 10 most followed celebrity Instagram accounts have not even you know, said anything in support of the victims of the terrorism, it never, ever, ever is truly, genuinely about the issue or the cause with these people. It's all about the marketing. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, the Pyramid Roofing Company, they love to help their community, and that is why it is no surprise they decided to team up with us so we can host our brand new KSGF First Responders Hero Breakfast. And I do want to mention that this is not replacing our Heroes Veterans Breakfast. It is completely different uh, because you guys deserve a day too. And if you are in law enforcement, if you are a firefighter or EMT, or if you are a healthcare worker, this breakfast is for you. It's going to be held this Friday, October 13th from 6 to 9 a.m. at Scrambler's Diner. And we do have all of that information up at KSGFD ksgf.com there we go and in the meantime uh, if you are needing a whole new roof a roof repair a commercial roofing or maybe you're just wanting to do a uh, free roof inspection to give you peace of mind as we move into that colder weather the pyramid roofing company they have got you covered you can give josh and his team a call today and you can find all of their contact information under the sarah's endorsements tab at ksgf.com uh, any updates from Houston and Mingano Beauty Center? Uh, Still I going he good? Said, he said that he was incredibly busy probably okay. about 10 or 15 minutes ago, okay, but cool. we still have plenty of stickers out there. Okay, so great. if you are wanting to stop, uh, now is the time to do that. Mingano Beauty Center, speaking of scramblers, it's just on the other side and up a bit. There's that strip mall sort of deal. I think strip- that strip mall is called James River Plaza or James oh, okay. River Place. I never know the name of strip malls. Well, I, I, I never can remember them. I googled it the first thing this mm-hmm. morning and then I, it just completely escaped my mind. But it has, I think, like a, a bright green roof. So if you look for that. I think Houston was going to set up the tent also. Yes. So it should be easy to see. It's on Republic Road just east of National. And Houston is out there. Uh, Ming Auto Beauty Center providing some donuts. If any of those are still left for you if you want some and then we have ksgf stickers the reason we're out there is or houston's out there uh until nine is because the limited edition trump version of the ksgf stickers if you want one of those and get signed up for lunch with sarah and me and up to five of uh 
folks of your choosing, including you at Retro Metro, uh, you can get signed up for that. We do that registration online. Um, these won't be mixed in with those. So somebody who registers today, maybe we'll even do more than one. Uh, we'll draw some names from that for you to have lunch with us. So traffic update, I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Uh- The first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Today, sunny 80, clear 59 for low tonight, tomorrow, sunny high of 78. You were mentioning, so the voice of the uh, patient of Dr. Lily's that you just heard in the ad there, she and her husband, they were at Retro Metro. I I know her, I've known her. Uh, She and her, well, they all, they were at one of our Time Timber events that we did. Uh, because I, of course, I've seen her. Uh, I see her on occasion, and then her husband was with her at Retro Metro, and I recognized him from uh, Ty and Timber. And one of the things we talked about though is garage experts, and she's like, I keep telling him, he need, he's like, I know I need to call. So I then I just instinctively was telling him about my garage and my customized. And then I realized that I was just like, I need to shut up because I <laughs> was going on and on about it. <laughs> but it re- that's what you do whenever you- Your garage you- is amazing. Thank you very it much. It really is nice. Agreed. I wish yep. I could take credit for it. I do take credit in my judgment mm-hmm. of having garage you experts. You did make good judgments. And so he, you know, he's like, yeah, I've got to do it. And she said, you know what? Well, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to call him for you. And I told him, I said, listen, they're, Fantastic. Mark is incredible. Shelly, who does a lot of the, you know, she'll come over. That's what uh, she did for me, and and uh, she'll do that for you unless they have – I know sometimes they've got other support. Um, but just to find out how is it you use your garage, that's one of the things I explained to him about the storage. Um, it's not, oh, well, how much room do you have? But what, what, what do you use it for? Do you do a lot of biking? Do you do a lot of gardening? I One of the things I do is I, I keep my smoker – in the garage because I don't really have an outdoor patio setup that's very accommodating, so it's a real hassle. But, um, you know, in terms of storage, I have an area that I utilize for all of my wood pellets and all of all the other things that, uh, you know, go along with my Traeger smoker because I pull it out of the garage and I smoke in the front driveway. So everyone in the neighborhood knows whenever I'm uh, smoking something on there. But, um, you know, I was just explaining to him that that's all all part of it, and uh, cannot cannot recommend them enough, both for flooring and storage. Garage experts. This headline, some of the 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 headlines is just so surreal. Playboy issues stronger statement than Harvard on Hamas terrorist attack against Israel. Now, this is. Regarding, well, one, you have Harvard with numerous student organizations coming out in full support of terrorism against Israel. And by the way, let me tell you something right now. This tells you how far gone so many of these people are. They, many of them, will be like, well, it's not terrorism. If it's not terrorism, what is? Of course it's terrorism. I, I don't know what you think terrorism looks like. Lighting people on fire. Taking children out of the arms of their mothers and killing them right in front of them. Calling up, FaceTiming. Get, getting the phones of, of your victims and then 
broadcasting live or uploading their their torture and their murder to social media for the way that isn't terrorism so yeah if you're supporting what's happening you are supporting terrorism and so you have these student organizations which again the the university campuses they are indoctrination centers for left leftism and and so i it should be no surprise whatsoever that this is the result and you have all these organizations on these college campuses harvard being one of them and harvard's being very very tepid yet playboy issued a statement in response to former porn star mia khalifa she evidently had some relationship with them, and she was just, uh, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's one thing. Well, it was almost she was mocking the victims, right? And I, it's all evil, but there's just something darker about it. And so to give you an example, one of the things, aside from fully endorsing the terrorism against the people of Israel. She posted, will someone please tell Hamas to use 4K and hold their phones horizontally when they do this? Essentially, so we can get a better, more cinematic view of these dirty Jews getting what they deserve. Playboy Messaged out, we're writing today to let you know of our decision to terminate Playboy's relationship with Mia Khalifa, including deleting Mia's Playboy channel and our creator platform. Over the past few days, Mia has made disgusting and reprehensible comments celebrating Hamas's attack on Israel and the murder of innocent men, women, and children. Meanwhile, you have you know these thought centers like Harvard that are taking a much more even-handed approach in any sort of criticism. Harvard issuing a statement saying that they're heartbroken by the overall violence, of course. I want to play for you this bit of audio that is a demonstration of what happens when Democrat politicians realize that there are some amongst their ranks that make them look very, 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 very badly. And the anti-Semitism that is on full display by some of the members of the Democrat Party is so brazen that the Democrats realize this. And so what they do, and I'm going to play audio here with Jake Tapper and a congresswoman from Michigan. I believe she's from Michigan. Yes, uh, Elisa Slotkin. And that is to try and make it seem like, of course, they, they condemn when they're approached with some of the anti-Semitism of their fellow Democrat colleagues. They try to make it seem like, oh, well, Republicans do it too. We condemn all, you know, we we condemn anti-Semitism on both sides. Everybody needs to condemn it. Here is Jake Tapper, and he's referencing the fact that Congresswoman uh, Rashida Tlaib is, you know, flying the flag of the terrorist, and she is um, refusing to condemn the beheading, beheading of, of children in Israel. There, there does seem to be, look, we've, we've spent 
a lot of time in the, during the Trump years looking at anti-Semitism on the right. This does, these last few days have been a real uh, eye-opening period for a lot of people, a lot of Democrats, a lot of progressives, in terms of anti-Semitism on the left. A lot of people who seem more shocked at dehumanizing language uh, used by world leaders to describe Hamas than what Hamas actually perpetrated on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, look, anti-Semitism should be stamped out wherever it is, on the right or on the left. And we shouldn't look more glowingly on it if it comes from our side, right? So Republicans need to strongly condemn the grievous anti-Semitism that I've seen on their side, and we need to absolutely go after anti-Semitism on the left. And that it should just be a, it should just be a standard thing and not a political thing, whether you condemn it or not. Now, again, this is the, for example, whenever the Bernie Sanders campaign volunteer went and uh, shot up and tried to kill as many Republican lawmakers as possible, the Democrats, you know, they were like, ah, well, no, we're, we're, this is not about Democrat or Republican. It's about, and we're, uh, you know, everyone needs to condemn this sort of uh, violence, regardless of where it comes from. This is the same situation. They cannot deny the anti-Semitism within the Democrat Party. So what they try to do is make it seem like, well, they have it too. What anti-Semitism is, you notice they don't give examples? Should should we make a list? You make a list of all of the anti-Semitism displayed by Republicans and Republican activists and conservatives. And then uh, we'll do a list of stuff that we see on, quote, your side as you describe it. I mean, I just tried to rack my brain off the top of my head. Of course, one, which is a total lie, they falsely claim that Trump said that there were some very fine people that were Nazis, when, of course, that is not what he said. It's also the reason that they never actually play that audio. You notice that? The audio in which he condemned Nazism? Condemned Nazis? Very specifically? The very fine people comment was in regards to protesters that were against tearing down statues. This was during the period of time where left-wingers were tearing down statues, not just of, of people in, you know, in, from the South in the Civil War, but, but George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. And Trump said that of those people, that there are very fine people on both sides of those issues. Very fine people within the group that want to tear them down and very fine people on the side that said we should not destroy these, these statues. So they, of course, they have to lie and claim he he was talking about Nazis. So there's that. The only other instance that I can think of that they try to claim anti-Semitism is if you dare criticize George Soros. That's supposed to be anti-Semitism. So if you criticize someone who funds prosecutors that let criminals out on the street so that they can, you know, destroy the quality of life and create future victims, that means you're anti-Semitic. Now, you look at what we're seeing with left-wing activists. You have one member of Congress that refuses to condemn the terrorist attack, flies the flag outside her office of the terrorists. You have the Democrat socialists that are holding rallies in support of the terrorists. You have Black Lives Matter tweeting out uh, uh, solidarity with images of paratroopers 
that, of course, came in and they were that was one of the lines of attack to mow down as many innocent people as possible, just so there was no confusion as to whom exactly it was they were supporting. You have Black Lives Matter grassroots with over 26 local organizations coming out in full defense of the terrorist attack. Now, you tell me which is anti-Semitic. The attempt to equate what are actual lies, painting Republicans as anti-Semitic, versus supporting terrorism. Not to mention, this is a political party that refuses to freeze billions of dollars to the number one exporter and funder of terrorism in the world, who have made it very clear, we're going to get all the Jews. We will destroy all the Jews. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the same, exact same thing. The anti-Semitism on the left and on the right, clearly. You know that they know the transparency of the anti-Semitism from their side is recognized when they start admitting it, but then trying to pretend as if, well, everyone else does it too. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Sarah Myers. Thank you. Well, in case you didn't know, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And uh, so Quick Draw Gun in Monette, they have created limited edition breast cancer awareness t-shirts. And the, to kind of give you a description, they are black with a pink breast cancer ribbon. And then the uh, Quick Draw Gun logo is also in pink on the back. They're really sharp looking. And the best part about this is all of the proceeds from the t-shirt sales this month, they're going to be donated to the Breast Cancer Foundation of the Ozarks. So if you are planning to make a trip down to uh, Monette here soon to do kind of a restock on ammo for hunting season or if you are planning to add to your firearm collection also pick up one of those shirts as well it's for a good cause and of course you can find all of the uh, information that you need for quick draw gun on our website ksgf.com click on the Sarah's endorsements tab there you will find their hours of operation uh, their address their phone number so if you are wanting to have them save back one of those shirts or if you just have questions about things that they may or may not have in restock, uh, Brad and his team, they will definitely be able to help you out. So all of that contact information under the Sarah's Endorsements tab, ksgf.com. American Transmissions talk a text line. How about Canadian Broadcasting Company banning the use of the word terrorist in reference to Hamas? Well, again, uh, if it isn't, ter- what is terrorism to these people? Someone had texted in, my son is a big Messi fan, uh, soccer. When I told him about what Messi tweeted out, he started searching about it on the internet, found that evidently the tweet had been credited to Messi supporting the Palestinians and Hamas, actually a fake. Even the Times of Israel is reporting that the tweet was a fake. I'm guessing this is in reference to, there was a story in Breitbart about how the top 10 celebrities with the most, uh, was it Instagram? 
one of the, I think it's Instagram, uh, followers were not coming out in, against terror. They weren't being proactive and, you know, as uh, the reason that it is significant is because celebrities, they always jump on these bandwagons about things. They always change their avatar. They always say this, but but they're strangely silent on this. That article didn't, I, frankly, I'm not even familiar with the, the fake uh, pro-Palestinian uh, message that was attributed to Messi, though apparently there was one. But this article was specifically referencing the fact that that the those with the most followers, the celebrities with the most followers on social media, that generally love to lead the forefront of you know Black Lives Matter and these other causes, are suddenly silent when it comes to the Jewish people of of Israel. Um, <laughs> this is. I mean, what a world we live in. California Governor Gas Gavin Newsom signed Senate Bill 673 into law, which officially enacts a separate, separate Amber Alert for black people called an Ebony Alert. I kid you not. This is not a parody. So now in California, evidently, because there, you know, if only there were some law that said the government can't create uh, have laws that are based on people's race. That, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Maybe we should. What's maybe, the purpose of that? <laughs> Seriously, I, what is the purpose? They say uh, Democrat State Senator Stephen Bradford said the law gives police a new tool to help bring home missing black youth and black women. It also raises public awareness about the disproportionate number of black persons missing, which how that's going to do, I don't know. I, it's I, if you are a racist, if you're a white supremacist, this is probably good because then you know not to even pay attention to them. You get a little alert, and you're like, oh, it's an ebony alert. Um, yeah, segregating uh, that always works out perfectly. I mean, just it's fantastic. But what a parodied world we live in—an ebony alert. I, I mean, uh, we really have gone back we, we do a lot of full circle and democrats lead that parade where we are once again or at least some are fully embracing as virtuous segregation based on race you're listening to nick reed in the morning on springfield's talk 1041 KY3 is a story. Bolivar School District invites everyone to raise awareness for human trafficking on Wednesday. Parents invited to the Bolivar High School Auditorium uh, today at 6 p.m. as the school partners with Stop Trafficking Project for a Human Trafficking Awareness Presentation for Parents. Well, now somebody needs to let them know that that's just a QAnon conspiracy. I wonder if they'll send old, uh, what's his name over at the newsleader? Uh, what's that guy's name? He's all, he's all everything's a QAnon, he's a conspiracy theorist about QAnon. Oh shoot! Su- uh, I su- see Sunder, Sunder, or something. Yeah, they need. Don't they know this is all QAnon? I mean, if any, we learn that from the reviews of Sound of Freedom, there's no, there's no human trafficking going on in the United States. That's all just right wing, MAGA Trump supporting rhetoric. That's all that that is. Somebody needs to let, let the Bolivar School District know that. I love this, Aaron Rodgers. Wants to tag team match with him, RFK Jr. versus Kelsey, Mr. Pfizer, and Fauci to debate vaccines. I think that that would be fantastic. I would love to watch that play out. Glenn Beck's coming up next. Talk to you tomorrow. I'm Nick Reed. <laughs>